collecting the data, using the data. We talk Gelvy cattle, lots more crew. Let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up, try to get healthy. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the American Gelby Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, the Montana Hereford Association, the Crown of the Continent Tour, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. You know, this is what is kind of nice to to have a a co-pilot, if you will, and she's the boss. Beck, thanks for coming in. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Isn't that what you're supposed to do on an outfit is you have each other's back? Oh, my goodness. That cow gets by you, and you sure hope your partner in crime is there to cover for you. That cow got by me. (laughs) When she ran by, she kicked me, and then she turned around and she ran me over. Oh and then my she, gosh. Then, you know, then she lifted her tail about everything, <laughs> and then he, and, and to top it all off, hit me in the eye with, uh, with her tail. Boy, you know, me. I give you credit for even, but you know, buckling up, saddling up, and doing what you're doing today this week. I think you know, I we told you to stay choice. in bed. I think we I told you to stay in bed. But that's the thing. This is what we do. It is. And regardless, rain or shine, rain or shine. This is what we do. We we bring the news. We bring the information. We bring the entertainment, which, by the way, we have a lot of new stuff that we're coming out with. Unfortunately, COVID set us. I'm just going to say this, is that I'm not going to get into any vaccinations or any garbage like that. I'm not going down any roads like that. But I will say this, COVID is real. It is. It, it I is. I mean, it. this thing knocked me down. Knocked our in, household down. Our, in, uh, you know, we're lucky that you didn't have to come into the emergency room i don't know if we're lucky or not but i mean you didn't have to you were able to skate by it but right i was able to at least stay home make sure the dogs were fed not much more than that yes it was it was rough on both of us but you of course much so more than i those are kind of just to recap real quick yes we came down with COVID a few weeks ago and i say weeks as you're listening this going what how long well anyway it's we've been fighting this for a few weeks and Tigger actually was to the point where he was diagnosed with COVID pneumonia with hypoxia, which is very scary. Wait a minute. What's hypoxia? I didn't know I had that too. Uh, That is why you've had to have oxygen, honey. It's because, yes, it's you were losing oxygen. Your oxygen levels were were very low, very scary at the levels they were. And he had ended up actually being admitted to the hospital for numerous days. And we took... All kinds of different stuff, crew. We won't talk about what we took, but yes, if it's been in the news, we tried it. Yep, absolutely. We were there, so we did it to ourselves. If it was in the fridge, if it Mm -hmm. was in the medicine closet, we tried it. The only thing he probably did not get is a hot shot. Okay. BQA. (laughs) Cow Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Our top news story, we are talking animal health this week. Lots of you have probably heard this already. Two separate cases of bovine spongiform encephalopathy, or BSC, were discovered in Brazil, prompting one of the world's largest meat exporters to suspend its beef trade with China. According to the nation's Ministry of Agriculture, 
Livestock Division, the two cases of the disease were uncovered in slaughterhouses in two separate states. The Brazilian Agriculture Ministry has remarked that it regularly checks for cases of BSC and will publicize its findings at the conclusion on the, of the ongoing probe. May 2019 was the last time such a case was reported when the Brazilian government disclosed the presence of an atypical animal. During that time, the Agriculture Ministry noted that the disease had been detected in a 17-year-old cow, underscoring that none of the animal's parts had entered the food chain. In 2012, BSC was detected in a Californian dairy cow, which prompted Japan to cease U.S. beef imports for four years. During this period, Australian exports to Japan and South Korea flourished. Keeping on the animal health theme, we head to Texas, where Texas Animal Health Commission officials recently received confirmation of anthrax in a horse in Armstrong County and a cow in Hardeman County. The premises housing the horse is located in the southern portion of Armstrong County and has been quarantined. The premises housing the cow is located in the northern portion of Hardeman County and has also been quarantined. TAHC rules require proper disposal of affected carcasses and vaccination of other livestock on the premises prior to release of the quarantine. Anthrax is a bacterial disease which is a naturally occurring organism with worldwide distribution. Over the past few months for our Weigh em Up Sale Barn Report, we've been bringing you details from northern livestock, from western, from superior, trying to give you a gauge of maybe what those calves may be selling for this fall. Now that we are moving into the fall, here's what I'm going to say is, crew, now I need your participation, if you would. Fire me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Get a hold of me, all kinds of social media everywhere, and let me know what those calves are selling for going across the scale. Give me some information. Are they program cattle? Are they NHTC cattle? Are they verified cattle? So fire that information my direction, and we will share it with each and every one of you out there here on Ranch It Up. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Whether it's shipping a potload of calves, hauling cow-calf pairs, or delivering a horse, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services is committed to the humane handling and care of your livestock. Our professional team of transporters have over 30 years experience and are BQA certified. Check out David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services at roughridecattleservices.com or on Facebook. Thank you for trusting David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services for all your livestock transportation needs. I've received a pile of messages, emails, texts, pretty much any way to get a hold of me asking about our swag line, our Ranch It Up gear. Finally, just head to ranchitupshow.com, click on swag or shop, and check out the full line of Tigger-approved Burke. Long and short sleeve tees. Now, these are the really nice ones, the really soft ones, by the way. We've got hoodies, vests, our signature line of polos, RanchItUpShow.com. 
Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by the American Gelvy Association. Learn more about the Balancer Edge program at gelvy.org. Now, we're talking, obviously, Gelvy Cattle Today crew. We're talking marketing and application of said cattle. I'm not talking about the emotion now. I'm talking about the data, using that that data, excuse me, collecting it, applying it to make the best choices. It can be a, a tick intimidating until you get to the point when you can handle it, you can understand it, and you can manipulate it. Scott Hamilton from Hamilton Farms in Hitchcock, South Dakota, joins us today. Scott, you and your family, you've got kind of quite the enterprise with just to tick over a thousand cows to start out with, and you have about every aspect of the meat market covered. We're doing the beef feedlot all the way to the finish. So we go from the cow-calf, we feed our own cattle, and we sell them direct to the packer. Gotcha. Do you do any direct marketing to the consumer? Yes, and we do have a butcher beef program where we sell uh, individual beef to people. We sell about 30 to 40 of them a year. Oh, wow. And then we also do butcher pork, too. And we sell about 60 to 90 of them to people a year. Okay. So let me just start by asking this. The, the Gelvy-influenced cattle and balancer cattle, how do they perform on your outfit? Uh, they work really good. I really like the moderate-sized cow. I like the reproductive efficiency of them. Um, when we start, brought Gelvy genetics into our cow herd. Our, when was that, by the way? Oh, a long time ago, probably 20 years ago. So you brought Gelvy influence when they were the uh, just the, the lighter tan-colored cattle before they, you know, the black-hided cattle and the darker cherry-red-colored cattle? Yes, that's true. And the first thing that happened, we had a lot more reproductive efficiency. We, uh, we'll run 20 to 30 sets of twins a year, and it's, that's like Gelvy influence in there. Um, we like how they cut on the rail. Um, we're producing uh, probably... Oh, 20% prime, 80% choice, um, right at the thresholds for fours and fives. So we try. And is that on a consistent basis yes. that you're getting that year in and year out? Yes, year in, year out. Yep. Now you were, we were talking a little bit off air, and you said that you actually will direct market right to the consumer. So, what have they said about the Gelvy influenced beef? It's off the charts. Where does it come from? And do you have more? I've never had a quality like this before. So what, why is that? What, what is it about the Gelvy influence that causes the consumer to, to say that? Well, we've been very selective in our pressure. or, or, or We've been very selective. Uh, we look at our ribeye to live weight ratio, and we concentrate on our IMF. But where I'm cow-calf to be feedlot, I also have to have the reproductive efficiency in the operation too because if they don't get bread it don't matter right 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 we got nothing to sell yeah that's right and so it's really our average cow size is probably around that 14 and a half 15 and a half weight really yep and we'll actually uh seems a little bigger yes uh, but we'll actually we actually grid market sort of grid market our fed cows our cull cows aha okay that we'll, we'll discuss that that's a whole program yeah. another day so, yeah, I'm very, very, I've been very happy. Now, uh, 
Our supplier that we've been working with has had, well, it was Eagle Pass Ranch out of Highmore for years and years and years. So we've, we've been using their grow safe data to capture some of that feed efficiency on our herd sires. And yeah, I've been very, very, very happy. Well, now you are in a unique position that, let's be honest, there is the, the tiniest of percentage of us in the cow business are able to do, and that is monitoring these cattle from start all the way to finish, and in your situation, all the way to the consumer. You're breeding the cattle, you're feeding the cattle, finishing the cattle. I mean, you're doing everything all the way through. Not a lot of us have the ability to see what we're raising past when they walk across the scale, a lot of us, let's be honest, Scott, even I fall behind where I need to keep better track of my calves and what they did. Well, the thing of it is we were doing a good job. We didn't know we were doing that good a job until we started measuring and, and, and capturing data points. So fetal programming, what you feed your cow prior to calving is very important. How you handle that calf in the summer and your animal health program, uh, delayed uh, um, implanting, making sure the caloric take, intake is up. And then uh, we individually weigh every animal going onto the truck and individually capture carcass data on every animal. So that way it allows me to fine-tune each animal. And, and that way we can really meet the grid specs and if we have one that's, say, an 1,800-pounder and he's going to be a heavy carcass, guess what? He becomes my pheasant hunter beef. Right. And those pheasant exactly. they like that big steak, you know? <laughs> no, there's not a lot of people that can go and say, ah, Scott, I'm not going to weigh every single calf. Holy cow, you said you're running 1,000 mother cows. That's a lot. Of, it's a labor-intensive outfit you're kind of talking about. Well, it seems that way. But once we use all electronic tags, we monitor everything with our, through our scale heads. And, and we benchmark and database things. And by doing all that stuff, it allows us to know what I have, where I'm at, and then I can, I can pursue the market that I want to sell to. Having data is one thing, but if we don't use it, that's a whole other deal. You know, I mean, knowledge is power. Having that information actually is power at our fingertips. Well, because it doesn't lie. It, you know, that's the thing. We want it to tell us what we did good, but you know where I use it is identifying where I need help. Maybe not necessarily what I did bad, but where my faults are that I can't improve. Well, and I use the data not so much to, uh, you never know how data is going to be used. Uh, one, for instance, is, uh, is I found out I had, some, I had two herds of cows. There was 120 pairs in each herd. We started doing some DNA traceability on those on the herd sires and what we've actually learned is one bull so i had five bulls per each 120 herd pair herd one bull was siring half breeding half those cows the rest were just sitting around playing poker or whatever they're doing so that told me well maybe i need to reduce my herd size and break up those bulls so i have a little more consistency because i didn't know if they were breeding in the beginning middle or end um, I run 1% of my cow herd, or my fed cattle, are prime ones and twos, which that's really, really high. I think the national average is 0.008%. And when you start tracing some of those things, 
um, it just creates more questions. Um, a lot of times you never know. I'm not so smart that I woke up one day and say I'm going to do all this stuff. These things sort of just happen over time. And, it, yeah, I use my data to eliminate the outs. And I just let the top end run. But there is a top end potential there that I haven't even thought about that I could capture. Scott Hamilton, thanks so much for the time. As I said, those numbers and that, that collected data, that can get a tick intimidating until you, you kind of back up and you look at how to apply that information, just like your Gelvy genetics. How do we apply that information that's going to allow us to make the best decisions that we possibly can? Now, coming up over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking more about marketing Gelvy cattle, those cattle buyers that are looking to buy said genetics, and, of course, the Balancer Edge program. We're going to be discussing that here over the next few weeks as well. So, crew, go nowhere. We'll be right back, I hope. Hey, Beck, I've got a cattle quiz for you. Okay, what you got for me? What breed oh, of cattle, cattle came quizzes. to the, Oh, I know, they're so much fun, right? What breed of cattle came to this country in 1971 and has had a huge influence on the cattle business? Um, the females, try this. The females are known for fertility, quiet temperament, longevity. I've got an idea. In the feed yard now, they offer increased performance, improved feed efficiency, and excellent carcass merit. And... More pounds of calf weaned per cow exposed. Bam, got it. You're talking about Gelvy, the continental mm-hmm. breed of choice. Mm, that's right. There it is. If you have the feeder cattle, get them age and source verified through the Balancer Edge program. If you don't have the females, purchase some this fall and use the bulls. That is the plant, and Gelvy is the breed. Gelvy and Balancer, the smart, reliable, and profitable choice. Learn more about the plant at gelvy.org. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFD-TV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Kirk Donsbach with Stone X Financial. Kirk, I think it's gonna it's a blessing and a curse, maybe, that my voice is what it is. So I'm not gonna say a whole lot this episode. Beck has been filling in for me. And I know you and I were trying to text off air and I appreciate it. And you were saying, Hey, we're getting ready to ship calves, we're getting ready to do a lot of different things, and there's not a lot in terms of the markets that's kind of causing some things to move, but there are some some big news items. So if you're all right, I'm just going to turn the, the mic over to you and put mine on mute. You bet, Tigger. I appreciate it as always. And I just want to say uh, myself and all your listeners are, are hoping you get feeling better. Oh, thanks, as of September 3rd, uh, September feeders closed 158.275. That's down $6 and some change on the week. The index was at 157.73. October live closed at 124.70, down 430, with cash trading 130 in the north and 124 in the south. That's about a dollar higher on the week. December corn closed 
of week at 522.75. That's down 30 cents on the week. The big market movers are, of course, Hurricane Ida that everybody's heard and knows about on the news, disrupting the Gulf exports. And then Brazil confirmed two cases of BSE this last week, with China reacting to that by closing down their imports. Kind of the thing that's got the market spooked. Uh, well, two things I would say. The first one is we had big technical market topping action last part of August. The funds have then pulled a lot of their positions off based on that. And then, of course, the the kill at 623000 again, that's the second week in about three where kill has been quite disappointing. And obviously, we want to target that 670000 kill to keep everybody current and the cattle flowing. Now, the one thing that you did mention, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the BSE, the bovine spongiform cephalopathy deal. Now, two cases that were confirmed. Is that, in your opinion, I know there's kind of a tough one, Kirk, but is that kind of an emotional deal right now? Because we have not heard BSE in the marketplace, thank goodness, for an awfully long time. And I think now with everything being so upside down and inside out about every which way, shape, and form it can be, when all of a sudden we hear something like that, that gives it, in my opinion, a lot of emotional tone to the market. Generally, I would agree with you 100%. I would say with BSE, it's been around. I think 03 was was when when America had it. Yeah, I think uh, you're Brazil right. has had just not too many years ago. They had another case. Uh, China's kind of knee jerk reaction is to close down imports from Brazil. Brazil, you know, goes through their process because we do know how to how to adjust to it, how to how to manage to it. Uh, they prove up their food safety, and China typically opens back up. I would say that the market is expecting that sort of reaction from China. So, you know, a couple couple weeks to a month of being closed down and then open back up. As you notice, I said that all of the cattle markets were down. That should be bullish to American beef. Of course, you, you do get a counter effect from the hurricane and our Gulf exports being, being hampered. The big news event, the market is not really reacting the way you would think it would would and i think that's because we assume that brazil will get their their situation in order and china will open back up in in the not too distant future now and these are our opportunities i would say that i mean i enjoy visiting with my brokers and my financial professionals about them so kirk people wanting some more information i i tell you what eventually the voice will 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 come back everybody i'm just text cattle to three three seven 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 am i right in that kirk i know i had to i had to take take a week off from having the covid but is that right text cattle to three three seven 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 to get into the newsletter get the newsletter and get more information absolutely that's right tigger and i appreciate you for mentioning that again and for those interested i did put out a market alert on the 25th of august uh keyed into the big reversal action that kind of looks like it's topped out the market for the fall not suggesting we have a big sell-off or anything, but I think that it is possible that we, we've seen the top in the market for this fall. One more time, go ahead and text CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E, to 33777. And now for my famous last words brought to us by David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. My famous last words is going to go out to you, dear. Thanks for, for helping out. Although... We did get a couple of emails. I mean, I got a lot of emails from people and messages saying, hey, get better, all of that. I did get get some, a couple where people were yelling at me saying, well, we don't want to listen to you when you sound so terrible. Well, I'm sorry that I got <laughs> COVID 
And I oh, in, life happens. inconvenienced y'all out there. Yes, yes, life happens, and I'm happy I could step in and help out. And also on top of that, on behalf of both Tigger and I, yes, we do. We make a great team. Even when we're on our death. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get you back in the saddle soon enough. On behalf you of know, both. You know, you're not much behind me, though. I'm not. That's the only difference. <laughs> I, was in the, I was in the hospital for several days. You were able to skate by and not have to come into the hospital just so just so skated by on that one but we will have both of us back in the saddle soon enough and on top of that I want to say a quick shout out from Tigger and I it is the September 11th holiday weekend not a holiday but a memorial remembrance it's been 20 years since that day happened many of us can remember where we were on Mm -hmm. that dreadful day september 11th and you know our thoughts go out to not just those that lost their lives during this how september 11th kind of cascaded into a long road of many many years that has affected many families many people the soldiers that have gone overseas and fought because of this activity that happened and over I, the I years think we need to back up and remember some of this stuff that happened i agree it, it, it got away from us real fast now granted we don't i'm not going to try to go down rabbit holes with this crew but i know y'all are thinking the same thing that we are Yes, 20 years have come and go very quickly. Many remember today as Patriot Day, and I think that's a great way to continue to look at this holiday. We are all patriots, and we are all very blessed and thankful to live in this country. And now that's going to wrap it up for today, crew. A big thanks for Beck for coming in one more time and hanging out, making sure we get everything done today. Scott Hamilton with Hamilton Farms. Very interesting story. And Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. Our partners, the American Gelby Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, the Montana Hereford Association, the Crown of the Continent Tour, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler Crew. So glad you came with us one more time as we recover, recoup, and ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us at Ranch It Up Show on all the social medias. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH-20, 707-R-A-N-C-H-2-0. Spread the good word. Join us again next week. It's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. Hold tight. Before I say fairly well, I need to answer a question from a listener, and quite frankly, a question that I can only assume others have had as well. Todd in Georgia asked, where can he catch up on older episodes of Ranch It Up? Well, Todd, I got news for you. Each and every one of our episodes is archived at ranchitupshow.com. Just click on the episode link, and it takes us to all of our past shows, ranchitupshow.com. Hereford Cattle in Montana in the fall. Crew, does life get any better than this? Join the Montana Hereford Association for the Crown of the Continent Tour, September 13th through the 15th, touring historical Montana landmarks, 
premier Hereford cattle, and stunning activities and vistas. And don't forget, immediately following the tour is five full days of elite Hereford production sales. Contact the Montana Hereford Association for tickets at montanahereford.org, September 13th through the 15th. 